Welcome back to another episode of the 24 Seconds Podcast. My name is Jiren, and I am joined by my friend Arju, who will now give the 24-second report. In today's episode, Jiren and I will discuss five things that every NBA fan wants to see in 2021. The first thing every NBA fan wants to see is Derrick Rose competing for a title. Arju, can you see this happening? I can definitely see this happening. I think he'll get traded around trade deadline, and I think he might get traded to a team like the Lakers or the Clippers. What are your thoughts on, on Derrick Rose and why every every NBA fan wants to see uh, Derrick Rose compete for a title? That would be ideal. The Clippers and Lakers would be a great scenario for him to go into. And I just feel like a player of his talent deserves to have a chance at competing for a title besides the one he already had when he lost in the Eastern Conference Finals in 2011. But I'm sure every NBA fan wants to see this. We were all so happy for him when he dropped 50 on Halloween with the Minnesota Timberwolves. And uh, we all just want to see him happy. And we, we, touched, we touched on it in the early episodes we thought that uh, he's going to get traded and that's why we had the Pistons at 15th but I, I just hope this happens yeah and also it's nice to see Derek Rose also taking on that mentorship role for Killian Hayes I think that's really humble of a guy like Derek Rose who you know went from MVP to, to everyone saying he's washed to coming back and being a really really good sixth man for the Pistons I agree him and Blake Griffin are doing the same thing in regards to mentorship and leadership for that young Pistons team yeah it'll definitely be interesting to see where they end up by trade deadline but moving on to number Number two, Lakers versus Clippers Western Conference Finals. What are your thoughts on it, Drew? This is the playoff matchup that everyone wanted to see last year. But as we all know, the Clippers lost to the Nuggets. There was so much anticipation for this matchup because Kawhi chose going to the Clippers over teaming up with Anthony Davis and LeBron at the Lakers. The Clippers gave up everything for Paul George. And the likes of Montrez Harrell, Patrick Beverly, Marcus Morris, they were talking all season about how they were so confident and they knew they would beat the Lakers. But they didn't rise to the occasion in the Nuggets series. And I just feel like we have to see this this year because we didn't see it last year. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like you would agree with this. And most NBA fans would agree with me when I say this. But this could be one of those what ifs or what could have been moments if it doesn't happen. You know, people will always question, oh, what would have happened in a potential Lakers and Clippers series? How would Kawhi perform against LeBron? How would LeBron perform against Kawhi? And it would just be it would be a huge what if. Yeah. And also not just like the regular season, but when we talk about the playoffs, Kawhi and LeBron both tend to raise their game so definitely would have been interesting series I also just have to mention this if the Clippers don't make the Western Conference Finals I am mostly confident that Kawhi Leonard is going to leave and that's going to leave the Clippers with Paul George as the guy and we saw what happened the day after Christmas and how they got blown out by 50 against the Mavs so it's definitely going to be interesting to see what happens if they don't make the Western Conference Finals and the implications that that could have on the Clippers franchise yeah this could this could be a lot in the future and Kawhi Leonard man this could have a heavy decision on what he ends up doing yeah and so i definitely want to see what would happen in the playoffs even if they do make it to the western conference finals and end up losing what comes next after that and i'm sure every nba fan wants to see that as well yeah the the next thing that we thought that every nba fan wants to see and we believe it truly is something we all want to see is a lebron versus kd that is kevin durant in the finals we never saw a true lebron and kevin durant finals matchup when the heat faced oklahoma that trio of russell westbrook james Harden. Harden and Kevin Durant was very young. With the Warriors and Cavs, we knew that despite LeBron's phenomenal performances, that Warriors team was really strong. And it's fair to say that they just had too much over the Cavs. So a LeBron KD finals matchup in my eyes and the eyes of many NBA fans would be perfect.
perfect for the NBA. Yeah, and also this the this time around when you were talking about the Warriors and, and Cavs, everyone went into it knowing, yeah, the Warriors are better. But now if it's a Nets and, and Lakers final, people are going to be like, okay, these teams are, there's not a heavy favorite. There's like an evenness to it, which we haven't seen before. Yeah. Um, and so that that's going to be really interesting to see. And also Kyrie against LeBron is also another thing that's going to be really interesting, you know, with, with what Kyrie has said after he's left Cleveland. Ooh. How is that relationship changed and what is going to happen? Yeah. And, um, and it's going to be like a very fair matchup, like you said, because yes, it's LeBron versus KD, but they also each have their respective duo partners. And it's just going to be so much fun to watch. Look, I'm not saying it's going to happen, especially now that Dinwiddie got hurt. A lot of people are saying that Nets might not go, but everyone would want to see this matchup. It, it would be great. I agree. And also, let, let's hope, you know, that by the time we get to the finals, COVID isn't a thing. And so that fans can also show up to the finals games. What do you think about that? That would be ideal. Of course, it all depends on the state of COVID, but every NBA fan wants to see a playoffs filled with fans but we have to go with the state and nba protocols no i definitely agree and uh we're hoping that it turns out to be okay by the time that they play in june and july but even if it isn't i'm sure a lot of fans would like to see lebron versus kd anyways so moving on to the fourth thing that every nba fan wants to see in 2021 and i think this ties into the nets so if the nets are if anyone on the nets is listening to this sign isaiah thomas uh, <laughs> but isaiah thomas signing for a team and becoming a crucial part of their success before i hand it over to you Dren, i was thinking about this and I was thinking about how Dinwiddie went down and it's so it's so sad that he went down in a contract year but I would love to see Isaiah Thomas sign for the Nets to kind of replace Dinwiddie's scoring and him coming off the bench would be really nice uh, what do you think about that? Yeah that would be that would be a really good scenario for him to be put in and we all know that ever since Isaiah Thomas was traded from Boston he never quite found his groove you know and it would be great for him to sign for a team and like you said become a crucial part of their success we feel bad that he hasn't found that team you know to become that player but hopefully he finds one soon. A lot of reports this offseason talked about how Isaiah Thomas went through a hip surgery and how he feels like he's been fresher than ever before. And so I'm interested to see like if that's really true. I know I know he had a couple shoot arounds with KD and I think it was James Harden. And so he's already kind of played with them. And they also mentioned how he looked a lot more fresher and stuff. And so I'm interested in seeing if he does get a chance, what does he look like? And exactly. And there's no really, there's not a big risk. You would, you would sign him for a small amount. He would come off the bench what's the worst case scenario you wave him and get rid of him he's gonna come off the bench and give you at least 10 a night he's playoff proven i think i think there's no risk with a player like him yeah and also isaiah thomas is a really good leader i feel like mm -hmm. also with his mentor mentorship that he provides like any any veteran team that has young players on it can use can use isaiah thomas yeah it's kind of similar to what happened with carmelo last year you know mm -hmm. with portland signing him and how carmelo became such a crucial part of the blazers success i mean he shot over 50% from three in the bubble. That's amazing. So it would be it would be nice to see Isaiah Thomas kind of get, you know, similar, the similar type of respect that, that Carmelo got, even though Carmelo has played more years and has been more successful. It would be nice to see Isaiah Thomas also get an opportunity like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And the next and last thing that we think every NBA fan wants to see is Klay Thompson returning earlier than expected and not just returning earlier, but being in, in a genuinely healthy and great shape. Arju, go for it. Yeah, I, I I really, I really hope that the Warriors figure it out uh, without Clay. But I hope that Clay also comes back, you know, earlier than expected, and so that when the Warriors are being are starting to look good, Clay comes back. I, I would love to see if they could even potentially make a run in the West. But yeah, I mean, Clay, it's just, it's really sad that he, you know, tore his ACL in, in 
his Achilles. But I hope it works out for Clay and that he comes back early. Uh, what about you, Drew? NBA fans were so excited to watch the Splash Brothers go at it because they were like, um, we all we all thought that maybe you know there's a potential challenge for the Lakers. We've seen what the uh, Splash Brothers can do in the playoffs, and it was just a heartbreak to hear the news. But it was more devastating for Clay. I feel bad that he has to experience two season-ending injuries like this because this isn't just a physical injury to him. This is mentally, too. This is something he has to recover through mentally, and we just hope he comes back healthier earlier than expected and he goes back to the player he was. It would be amazing if 2021 was the year where he just came back earlier than expected. Anything else you want to say about Clay, Arju, before we get into our 24-second questions? No, I mean, that, that basically wraps up, you know, what we believe the five things that every NBA fan wants to see you know but if if you want to see something else and you want to let us know comment down below um, and also like this episode for more content um, but moving on into the 24 second question answer session Trin would you like to start off by asking me a question yes so last episode you asked me what I thought about James Wiseman's potential right and seeing yeah. as the Blazers just beat the Lakers I want to ask you what is Gary Trent Jr.'s ceiling because he just came off an amazing game last night for those of you that don't know and Arju's a Blazers fan so I'm asking you what is Gary Trent Jr. ceiling? Okay I think I talked about it last episode or two episodes ago where I said that I could potentially see CJ McCollum being traded mm-hmm. for um, you know 10 a, seconds a left. or a, a wing I think Gary Trent could be like a, a lighter version of Clay with his defense he's a really good defender if you've Done. watched him play and so I think I think that's where he could be a, a, a poor man's version of that would Clay. Be, look a poor even a poor man versions of Clay is a phenomenal basketball player so if the Blazers can get anywhere near that with Gary Trent Jr., that would be amazing. And it would be interesting yeah, to see if CJ McCollum actually does get traded because that's something you touched on. But yeah, I feel like you can look at the Blazers' future and either be like, Damian Lillard is going to leave and look at it in a pessimistic way. Or you can look at it in an optimistic approach and be like, Dame is still there. They're developing their young pieces and they could compete for a few more years. But we'll just see. Only time will tell. But yeah, moving on into my question for you. I'm ready. We, we, we touched on this earlier in the episode. And so my my question to you is where do you think Isaiah Thomas's best destinations are and where do you think he would be the most impactful I think you bringing up the fact that the Brooklyn Nets were a possibility is really good I didn't quite think of where he could potentially go but Brooklyn Nets is a great fit seeing as they just lost Dinwiddie who's a 20 point per game scorer but I know he went to the Nuggets and it didn't work out I feel like him adding depth to the, him adding seconds. depth to that team is really necessary when Jamal Murray's tired and he doesn't uh, have the ability to play at a high level put in Isaiah Thomas who will just Done. All right. <laughs> I, I guess. So yeah, I guess the Nuggets and Nets, but he could literally go anywhere and slide in perfectly. He could be a backup point guard on some teams. He could be a starting point guard. Would you like to see him in Miami? The thing is, right now, like normally that question would be yes. That answer would be yes, I mean. But we're playing Tyler Hero point guard right now. And when Tyler Hero is not on the court, we're playing Goran Dragic at point guard. I don't want to bring Isaiah Thomas just to play him on, just to keep him on the bench. So we'll, we'll have to see what happens. But yeah, I mean, no, no one would say no to bringing Isaiah Thomas to their team. It was just a matter of fit. And that's where like a lot of teams get scratched off the board. I mean, I think it would be interesting to see him in Washington again behind Russell Westbrook. I think that would be a pretty interesting fit I feel like there. if he signs for a team, it's going to be a playoff team. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the Wizards could be a playoff team. No, no, team, definitely. They'll probably definitely. be a lower yeah, they'll... one. They'll be they'll be at that bottom half, especially if they start 0-3 for those of you who don't know. The Wizards and the Bulls play today, and both of those teams are 0-3, so it's going to be interesting to see who goes uh, who goes 0-4 and, and who goes 1-3. and 3. But yeah, Arju, anything else you want to add before we wrap up? No, I, th- I think that's it. I uh, just want to say thank you for to all of you guys that have been listening. Like, comment, subscribe for more content. But yeah. Catch you guys. We, we hope you enjoyed, and see you in the next episode. Peace.